gathered here tonight to reflect, to give thanks, to worship you for what you've done um, in our lives this week. God, continue to make me an open vessel. Um, break me open, Lord God, so that your work can flow through me. Father God, help me to um, to be out the way so that you can be glorified and your son Jesus Christ can be lifted up. God, I pray for um, these who've come to, to learn from you, that, God, you um, help them to understand, that you help open their hearts, that you help convict their spirits, Lord God, to be doers of the word as well as hearers and learners from the word. These things I pray and ask in your son Jesus Christ's name. Amen. 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 So... I um I hope everyone um hasn't has has had the opportunity to kind of think about some of the things we talked about this week. Um and there's been two main themes we've talked about, you know, working and serving the kingdom and we've talked about what it is to evangelize and share the gospel, amen. What is the Christian's responsibility? Amen. That baby, that baby's telling on, telling on the rest of y'all. That baby said, "I'm tired of that brother speaking." Amen, amen. So this evening, let us kind of reflect for a little bit, and we're gonna have some time to kind of talk about some things and do a little prayer. And uh, but the first thing I wanted to do is I mentioned something. Um, I don't know which night that was. Um, it's been so many blessed ones, amen. Um, but I mentioned the the notion of the Roman road and. Anybody who's ever done any kind of evangelism or, or, or Bible study, if, you, um, if you've come across the book of Romans, you realize that Paul has a lot of the, says, that the well, I shouldn't say Paul, but the writer of Romans um, has written a lot of scripture to, um, to give us the picture of how to share the gospel. Amen? So do you have your hand out here? Amen? You have your hand out? You may want to take this home, get it laminated. Keep it and add it to your notebook of evangelism, amen? Amen. Equipping the saints, amen? So Paul, he gives us a lot of good instruction and, uh, in, in the book of Romans. And I just want to walk us through some scripture tonight so that you can take these scriptures and share them with somebody who might be curious about knowing what it takes to be saved and uh, just to be able to open up their hearts to the word, amen? And we'll go through and do a simple Bible study. I promise I won't hold y'all long and... If we have time, we'll do a little reflection on what God has done in our lives this week and maybe some things he's been moving in our hearts to want to wanna do and pursue. Amen. So the Roman road, where does a road, what is the purpose of a road? A road. If you jump down here on this highway, Town Lake, what is the purpose of that road? To travel, to get you from point A to point B, to your destination. Amen. When we're dealing and talking to people who are lost, people who don't know the Lord, amen, people who haven't come to understand who Jesus Christ is, they are, for all intents and purposes, they're over here, and they're looking for a road to get them over here. Amen? We buy GPSs, maps, compasses. Uh, if, you're, if you're still on the seven seas, sectants. Amen? To help us navigate, to know how to go. Amen? There's no more important directions that we can offer anyone who's curious as to how to get from one place to another spiritually than the gospel. Amen. Um, so let us take tonight and let's start with um, Romans chapter three, and it's on your paper, your sheet here, and let's just read it together. Amen. Amen. Verse twenty-one says, 
Verse 21 says, but now apart, now you have to read it with me. Amen. Y'all can, hmm? Oh, I'm sorry. Read it silently together. Amen. Y'all can just listen along. But now apart from the law, the righteousness of God has been made known to which the law and the prophets testify. This righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ to who I'm sorry to all who believe. Okay, so let us take a let's 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 break that bit down. Okay, so there's this concept of righteousness. All these things are going to be foreign concepts to the person who's not saved. Amen. You start talking to someone who doesn't know the Lord, they're going to be like, "What are you talking about, Christian man, woman? What is righteousness?" Okay, someone look at you see that that indented section. Someone read that definition of righteous for the class, please. Okay. The standard that would satisfy God's expectations of holiness from mankind. Now, remember the little exercise we did last night, and we were, we were doing the role playing? And if you're talking to someone who needs to hear the gospel, amen, you may want to help them understand God's standard of, of holiness. And the simplest way to do this, is by talking to them about the Ten Commandments. Everyone knows what the Ten Commandments are, right? Or have some generalized idea. And if you can't name a few of them, let me give you a few tonight. Okay? So you may want to start your interaction by saying, um, okay, have you ever told a lie? And most people, if they're honest, they'll nod and say, yeah, I've told a lie. Now, if they're a liar, they'll lie and say they haven't told a lie. Amen. Amen. And then you ask them, what does that make you? Well, that makes me a liar. Then you'll say to them, okay, okay, have you ever stolen anything? And most people probably will say, well, no. Well, have you ever taken something that didn't belong to you? Yeah, I have. Well, then what does that make you? What do you call someone who takes things who doesn't belong to them? Well, that makes me a thief, right? And then we talk to them again about adultery, about, uh, about just lusting after a woman or a person, you know. And we talk to them, hey, Jesus says that if you look at a woman with lust in your heart, You've already committed adultery with her. So what does that make you? Well, that makes me an adulterer. Amen. So now here's how we bind these three things to God's law. Here's how we bind these three things to God's law. So by your very own admission, you're a thieving, lying adulterer. Do you think those type of people go to, he go to heaven? Do you think those are the type of people that go to heaven? Because that's just ten of God's laws, amen? And we gave you three of them out of the ten. Can you keep, can anyone satisfy those things? Now, the person might say to you, well, I used to do those things. I don't do those things anymore, okay? But now we have to help them understand. Okay, let's get back into our scripture, amen? Okay? There is no difference between Jew and Gentile. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Amen. The biggest mistake we make as Christians oftentimes when witnessing the people is that we want them, we want, we get confused and we don't know how to point them upward, heavenward. Amen. And when we start talking about what's right and wrong, they get, they get stuck seeing me. Okay. They get stuck seeing you because it's easy for them to understand. This is not about what I think is right and wrong as a Christian. The gospel is about what God thinks is right and wrong. Amen? Amen. So God says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. 
And all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. Okay, now, now we got to explain that part. Okay? Okay? Redemption. You've been bought. Amen. You've been redeemed. You've paid off your debt because of Jesus Christ. The biggest, another big mistake Christians make, we tell people about, want to tell people all about all the things they have to do. When we ought to be telling them about all the things that Christ did, how Jesus Christ was God in the flesh. He was in, he was in heaven, fully God, with all the rights and privileges and the powers of God. Yet he suppressed those things, became human, was born of a virgin, and he lived a life, a flawless life, so that you and I could transfer our sin, our debt, onto him when he was hung on the cross and died for each and every one of us. It's not about how good I am, but it's all about how good Christ is. Amen? Point them to Christ. Okay? God presented Christ as a sacrifice of atonement. Amen? through the shedding of his blood, to be received by faith. He did this to demonstrate his righteousness because in his forbearance, he had left the sins committed beforehand unpunished. He did it to demonstrate his righteousness, once again, his standard of holiness for mankind at the present time, so as to be just and the one who justifies those who have faith in Jesus. Now, let's break these down. Let's go through these definitions tonight. Amen. Faith in Jesus Christ. Accepting Christ as the Son of God, born of a virgin, holy and sinless, crucified for our sins, and resurrected from the dead. If you believe those simple things, if you have the, if you have the person who's looking to understand who God is, who is God, and what is my relationship supposed to be like with him, and who is this Jesus Christ? then you have to help them understand those pieces of the gospel. Okay? You don't have to have proof initially. Just trust that little bit of truth. And God will open up all the proof you need as he witnesses to you through his Holy Spirit. Amen? Justified. Okay? Forgiven of our sins against God. We all pay for our sins. The only difference between the person who is saved and a person who isn't saved is that the person who's saved uses the blood of Jesus Christ to pay for their sins, and the, saved, the unsaved person uses their own life, their own eternal life. They forfeit it to pay for their own sins. But there is a payment to be made by all of us. Amen? And none of us are worthy of what Christ has done, yet through grace and mercy, we have the ability to accept it. Amen? Now, let's look at our last three verses here. Romans 6 and 23, and we all are familiar with this. For the wages of sin is death. Wages, the payment for sin, what we've earned because of our lives and our disobedience towards God. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Wages of sin. Somebody read that for me. What are the ways, What does that definition mean? Wages of sin. Somebody read that aloud. Amen. Mhm. Mm 
Amen. Amen. We are all familiar with this. We go to jobs. We work. Amen. We put in a day's work. We get a pay. We get payment for it. God is very much the same way. Once we've sinned, once we, we, once we fall short, once we trip and stumble that one time, God is so holy, he's so righteous, that he expects our life from, from that one thing. It's not, it's not about us trying to, it's not about you being a murderer or you being a rapist or a child molester or, you know, even someone telling white lies. All these things are the same in the eyesight of God. He hates sin. Okay? But oftentimes as Christians, what happens is we focus on what God hates. And that's important to understand that if you're going to come to Christ, amen. But now, let us offer a little bit of love, amen. Romans chapter 5 and verse 6. You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, meaning that I couldn't do anything to redeem myself, all I could do was give my eternal life, Christ died for the ungodly, those who didn't know him. Very rarely would anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrated his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Make no mistake, no man has ever lived that was worthy of what Christ did. No man who's ever lived was worthy of what Christ did. Yet because God loves us, yet because God loves us, he gave his only begotten son, his only son. See, make no mistake, yes, it's easy to talk bad about God and say, well, God, he's so hateful, he's so mean, he's so vengeful. And you may hear that when you witness to someone who doesn't know the Lord. Well, I can't get with God. He's so mean. He's so hateful. But share with them the love of God as well. Share with them the love of God as well. People who get heart transplants often feel sentimentally attached to the person that the heart transplant came from. They go and visit the family members. They go and, and talk with the family, they have a relationship with the family, and thank the family because they can't thank the actual person who gave them the heart. Because that person died so that they ultimately could live. Amen? Christ is the, Christ is, Christ is the same way except for one important thing. Christ still lives. And we can all thank him. We can all thank him for the relationship and the new heart he gave us. We can all thank him. We don't have to go to the family members of Christ and thank them. We can actually go to Christ and say, thank you, Christ, for what you've done for me. Thank you, Jesus. Amen? This is what we're trying to, this is what we're trying to help the, the person who wants to know more about God understand. Amen? And then finally, this is a piece we all know. How do I become saved? How do I get to know this person who gave me a new heart, who was offering his heart for me? How do I get to know him? It's very simple. There's no, there's no, there's not a whole lot that you have to do initially. Amen. Just make this one simple profession. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. No ifs, no ands, no buts about it. 
You begin that journey, you help them understand, if you begin this journey, nothing can take you out of the hand of God once you, once you accept his son, Jesus Christ. You may have your momentary doubts. You may have your uncertainties. You may bump into, into Christian folks who give you a hard time, amen? But if you trust that Jesus Christ is who he is painted as being in Scripture, then you will ultimately have salvation. And nothing can rob you of that. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it's with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. As Scripture says, anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame. And verse 13 says, for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Amen. That's the gospel as, a, as, as, as traveled on the Roman road. Amen. Are there any questions about that? Any questions about that? Any questions? Okay. Let me ask this question then. Is there anyone... Is there anyone who, who wants to make a profession of faith, who wants to accept Christ? Is there anyone who wants to accept Christ? Anyone? Okay. Just making sure, amen? We're all among family. When you share the gospel, that's the last thing you do. Ask, do you want to know who he is for yourself? Amen? So, if there are any questions about how to present this to people, you've got definitions to help you define some of the terms. You've got the key parts of the scriptures, as I see them highlighted. You may like different pieces of the scripture. And like I said, you can take this home, laminate it, keep it with you in your car, keep it with you in your Bible, shrink it down if you want to, hand it out to folks, do whatever you want to with it. But you have a tool to help witness about Jesus Christ. Father God, we are humbled tonight to be here. And God, thank you for not letting it just be uh, some, some, some random chance, some, some, moment of, uh, some moment of luck, but God, that you are purposeful in, in, in bringing us together. God, I thank you for these who have given me an opportunity to stand before them as a, as a broken vessel who just has the, the passion and desire and the responsibility to teach. God, thank you for their ears. Thank you for their hearts. Thank you for their trust, Lord God. And I pray, God, that I live a life that I never disappoint them, Lord God. And, God, I just pray that I'm always accountable to, the, to these who are watching me, Lord God, and who expect me to live the life that I preach about and talk about and, and, and give you praise about. God, I pray right now that these things that we talked about, evangelism and, 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 and the workman's mindset and, and having a spirit of commitment, that these things, don't, these things don't leave us, that you secure them in our hearts and write them on our hearts. Help us, Lord God, to be of the most use to your kingdom. And, Lord God, once we get working and get really caught on fire for you, help us to run and tell somebody and share that warmth and share that flame and share that light in, the, in this dark world. These things I pray and ask humbly in your son Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen.